Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Marchio right. is 60 years old. Okay. Now, remember like, in the Karate Kid, first writer, he's playing like a 15, 14 year old. Yeah. He was 28 or 20. No, he was 25, I think, or 20, 24, something like that. Yeah. Um, Karate Kid 3. The yeah. bad guy, what's his name? Thomas, what's something silver? Yes. Terry Silver, Terry Silver, Terry Silver. Yeah. Now, the actor that playing Thomas um, Thomas Ian Griffin mm-hmm. is one year younger than Ralph Macchio. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got to remember in uh, in Cry Kid in Cry Kid Three, he was the adult trait teaching Danielson. He was twenty seven. Um, Daniel son was 28 technically in real, in real life. This is like that whole Grease thing with like Rizzo was like 30. <laughs> yeah. Playing, playing a teenager. This is ridiculous. Oh my gosh. Welcome to. I'm still on my brain. See, my brain hurts. Oh, you want to hear nothing? You want to hear, hear one more thing? Oh, go on, go on. In episode of Smallville, there's a little kid called Ryan that Clark uh-huh. befriended, blah, blah, blah. Ryan, the actor who played Ryan, was 15 years old, the age that. Clark, Zoe, or Clark, um, Chloe, um, Sam, all of them, the age that they were supposed to be, considering they were all like in their late 20s. He was, he was the, only, the, actual kid, the actual kid playing like the 12 or 10 year old was the right age. Ah. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Welcome to, and that's why I messed up, the podcast talking about geekery, nerdism, and all else in between from a South London postcode. I'm going to stop right now. This is why I'm grateful to Stranger Things. Thank you for having children who are actually children acting in children things. I'm very, very grateful to the Duff Brothers for doing that because this is ridiculous. 
I sent from 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 high school musical. I'm tired of seeing some people there with 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 uh, with with but with uh, cesarean scars telling me that they're teenagers. Um, that's all I have to say on that issue because it's a long thing. I'm, I'm not going to say nothing anyway. Looking 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 with that but with that wee front. But I was, I was going to say I was very impressed when you noticed the, the the eldest one who the eldest one was and all that. I was quite impressed you saw you could spot that out to be fair. Thank you very much. Thank you. I mean, it's hard to not miss it with the, you know. Anywho, um, <laughs> <laughs> welcome. It's wonderful to be back, and here we are another week. And uh, this time, big man. Hello. Uh, introducing, you all right? How you doing? And bra to the other side of me, you all right too? Sup, sup, sup. See, I was all confused. I forgot to introduce everyone else who's here with me. But um, H does that H lost that to you, and the fact that I'm still trying to catch up. The fact that we we lost, that we gained the hour, um, and it took me a while to figure that out. Anywho, this week it's not my week; it is Big Man's week. So, where you, where you, calm down. Where are you taking us this week? <laughs> well, this week we're going to do something a little bit different. While we're out on our break, a few things went down in the world of professional wrestling, which changes the landscape of how things are running right now. Mm. And before I start about the demise of one Vince McMahon, Who? I need to... Sorry, I don't know her gift. <laughs> <laughs> Let me repeat that again. Before I mention about the demise of one Vincent Kennedy McMahon... Who? Exactly. <laughs> I want to go a little bit off the road. I need to start about an event that happened, AEW. Every year, AEW has their uh, their equivalent of WrestleMania, if you will. And this event went down not so long ago. This pay-per-view was known as... <laughs> sorry, excuse me. AEW Fallout. And no, I'm not talking about Mission Impossible. Fallout was... Uh, I think it was held in Chicago this year. And the main event, which was one, John Moxley versus CM Punk for the AEW Championship. Does that ring a bell to you, bruv, for some reason? Yes. Uh-oh. Oh, right. No. So, the match went back and forth in shock horror. In Chicago, CM Punk won the match, became AEW champion. Bearing in mind, this is pretty much a year since he came back into the world of professional wrestling. The big homecoming that happened at AEW, The Last Stand, the biggest rating show of all time. The whole world was in love with the return of one CM Punk. People were crying in the, in the audience. He stage-dived onto fans. It was a beautiful homecoming. But a lot can happen in a year. So, afterwards, like in every uh, AEW pay-per-view, they have like a little media meeting where the wrestlers get up on a microphone and speak about how the event went down and thank you for coming. Something a little bit different. So, as everyone knows, or for those that don't know, CM Punk, when he was in WWE, had a massive argument with his at at the time his best friend Colt Cabana. Now, this story, no one knows the real ins and outs, but the only thing that we know that they were best friends at the time, and then it went from a love to a straight hate friendship to the point they don't even talk. They they don't share the same screen. Don't have any communications. It was a bit bizarre when they announced CM Punk and signed with AEW because the first thing I thought of, well, Cole Cabana's in that company, so that's going to work out. But we'll get to that in due course. 
Okay, okay, so, fair enough. Yeah. So, uh, as you do, CM Punk says, look, just saying thank you for coming. I'm the champion. Please note, Tony Khan, the owner of AEW, the glorified puppet, is sitting right next to him throughout this whole uh, Q&A session. And CM Punk, he just started normally saying how he was tired, but he was grateful, you know, to give him second second chance of wrestling, how much he loves the fans, and how he hates Colt Cabana, how to this day he, the man makes him sick. He is tired of talking about him, and let's get it right. The man is a fraud. His mum has been using his account trying to make money off me. I paid his medical bills. He went off into a rant. Okay, this now this now come like the uh the hate the haters ball from that Chappelle <laughs> sketch back in the day. I hate you, I hate your guts. <laughs> Everything that goes wrong in life happens to you. <laughs> it was so it was literally a, an off the cuff comment. I'm thinking, what's this got to do with anything? It's like he it's like this has been building inside of him for the last decade, and he thought, you know what? Time to just air this. And he's saying, look, look, let's have it right. Your mom's a fraud. You're a fraud. You can get your mate out of the hangman page and I'll knock him out right here if he was right in close if he was right in front of me. I don't like him. The open quote EP the AEW, which are Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, they got a problem. They know where they can find me. I'm effing tired. I'm hungry. I'm drained. I just want to go home. Now wait, wait, don't tell me this is a whole you're not yourself when you when you haven't got Snickers. Because now so don't tell me about <laughs> your hungry. My mum was giving a Twinkie while he was doing the interview. Yeah. <laughs> Fully bloodied, yeah, you know, to the face. I'm hungry. I'm tired. Yeah. And it was so random because I'm watching this thinking, where'd all this come from? It was just, it just felt like someone's just pumping him up and someone's just taking a little needle and just go bang. And you just saw everything come out of him. At this point, Tony Khan didn't know what to say. He, was, he had that stupid look like, you know, when you slap someone with a trap, they had that dumbfounded look on their face thinking what what what's happening here well i don't know where to turn if the whole if the world could have opened up they would have swallowed him so at this point cm punk's like you know what i'm done head off to the locker room now this way it gets damn interesting so buckle up you ready ladies and gentlemen i'm ready i'm buckled in right oh you buckled up safely bro always Right. So, CM Punk is now is in his dressing room, and the EPs, which is our Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, are fuming. Because it wasn't supposed to go down like this. This rant that came full left circle wasn't needed. You don't air real business inside a company, on let alone on a media channel. So they went to what people are calling, have a word with CM Punk about it. Now, before I continue this story, I must stress, for some unknown reason, in CM Punk's locker room, his dog was there. His dog apparently I called it. I don't like where this is going. Yeah. I'm, I'm scared. So, I don't... I'm doing Marge noise. Oh, go on, go on, go on. So, dog was there and his mate which is at the time was the producer of the company a steel was around and anyway so apparently the young bucks came to have a word the young punk is shouting abuse all of a sudden the door get kicked in worse was said someone got sucker punched the dog got hit two tooths came out of the dog's mouth 
it Ace still got involved. Apparently, he threw a chair that hit one of the young bucks. I believe it was Nick in the face. A big medley broke out, and yeah, it it. I mean, this broke like wildfire. When I woke up the next day, and I'm seeing alerts saying about big brawl post AEW, and I'm thinking, ah, probably just story. But then when you read into it, and you're thinking, wait a minute, the dog got hit. Okay, right. I, now, as a pet owner, I'm sorry. Anyone touching my dog, I'm becoming John Wick. Well, bottom line, I'm sorry. That, that's just how it is. But the fallout from this, and I, I shouldn't laugh, is everyone got suspended. Oops. Yeah, but this is this is only the start. So the elite, which is Kenny Omega, Young Bucks, suspended, and they've been I think nearly two two months it's gone on for, so they're currently suspended. Yeah. CM Punk, their strong. What's the word? Speculation. He's actually been fired by AEW because recently you've now seen advertisements of the Young Bucks and the elite that they're coming back. Nothing regarding CM Punk, which, on a side note, this man probably has one of the worst injury records since coming to the company. He first joined and then within, that's it, in him, with him arriving and jumping into the crowd, he did an injury, which then put him back a couple months. Oh, oh I know, foolishness. And then him winning the title, he blew something in his knee, which ruled him out for another nine months. So yeah, this is why no one ain't seeing him. But apparently he allegedly signed some type of waiver deal saying he can't speak about from his point of view what happened. But as it's been broken out by various different sites, dirt sheets, etc., they're saying he's actually a goner from AEW because they cannot move forward with this man. To the point Chris Jericho had a word with him and basically saying you're cancer to, to the wrestling industry. Well, I have to agree. Like, no. like, <laughs> all right. Okay. I okay. Realistically, okay. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Okay. All right. Okay. This is this is okay. This is me. This is me. This is me talking here. This is me. This is me bringing out, bringing out, just speaking tr- tr- some kind of logic from a fan's point of view and from an outsider point of view. Like, okay. all right. So, when you go into wrestling as a wrestler, I'm I'm not. I don't know. I'm an actual wrestler. So I don't know. But I've got. Mm-hmm. But I've had. I've had some training martial arts for most of my life, so I have mm-hmm. an understanding. You mm-hmm. need to come in with a bit of confidence. You need to believe in your hype to an extent. Granted, yep. it, it's not as intense, especially if you're just doing it for, for to keep in shape and just to get your body in the right place. But you mm. need to come in with a sense of, I got this. Mm-hmm. Yep. CM Punk's tagline, one of his many, many taglines is that he's the best in the world. In the world, yeah. The problem is with that, when you believe you're the best in the world, you need to back it. Yep. And realistically, don't get me wrong, CM Punk's an f- amazing wrestler. He's had some great matches. Mm-hmm. Is he the best in the world? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> like, he's, 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 he's a great talker. Again, he's a great mm-hmm. athlete. And like he's put on some amazing matches from... Mm-hmm. The early days of uh, Ring of Honor to to the random matches at Impact to a major a bunch of classics in WWE and mm. some build ups in AEW, mm. but is he the best in the world? The, the, meh. 
Like, the problem is, granted, every wrestler has this mentality where they've got to be the top guy in the company because that's where the money is. The Rock yeah. had it, Triple H had it, Stone Cold mm-hmm. had it. it. Everyone everyone has to be the placeholder because that's where the money is. The problem with CM Punk, he believes he should always be that guy. Yeah. And the problem is, that's not how it works because there's only so much life, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Shelf life, you have to do that. I mean, like, like for example, Roman Reigns, love the man, trouble chief, head of the table, always. But his shelf life is running out for me. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. the stuff that's currently happening with him and with the bloodline and Sami Zayn is keeping it fresh. So I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. But it has a shelf life. CM Punk is always going through the same bullshit every single time when it comes to when it came to WWE, when it came, when it comes to AEW, it's always about his view because his view is law, his views are right. His so you should listen to him because he is the best in the world. Shut up. And you know the sad thing is about that. I always remember that uh, promo, or shall I say, war words he had with Triple H, mm. and Triple H coined it. Then he said, mm. "You're an amazing athlete." as a man you're an arsehole mm. it is you're, it's always your way and there's no other way and so people will not will not see that now give it a few years they'll see the real you mm. and it's amazing it's gone full circle it really has because the, yeah, i remember that promo and like yeah. triple h had, he, he got him right there and then but again mm. at the time no one was listening but they're listening now because oh. i'm sorry you're, you're literally coming you're you're at a press tour you've got the owner of the company right next to you and you show no respect granted the owner of the company is is, is kind of a waste himself due to the fact that he's treating like i like i said i can't i can't speak for what i see behind the scenes but from what i'm seeing on the front cover on certain, certain wrestling stars instagram he ain't acting like a boss he's acting like their friend Oh yeah, easily. Look, when I saw, was it Sammy Gravaro's wedding? And he's then doing shots and dancing. I thought, whoa, this is your manager. And he's vibing out here to tunes and dancing like it's the a Soul Train tribute. You're thinking, that's your manager. And that's how he's carrying on. Okay. Yeah. He's basically, I, I said, I reckon, and this is no disrespect to AEW because I'm enjoying it. But I see this as a WCW part two. It will get shut down in a couple of years. I I can definitely see that happening. I hope in... not. I really hope. Not I don't. Because, I wish it doesn't. Because like AEW is deserves better, and like I said, they just need to get the house in order, man. That's what I say. I feel like when you get rid of, when you get through, like I would say, stop overbooking. I don't overbooking. Stop overbuying wrestlers. Stop doing the WWE, and basically mm. concentrate on what you've got in front of you, and then then think about long term storytelling. Because I think like. It's easy for me to say that with WWE recently, recent, recently mm. bringing back other um, other stars recently, but that's that that's kind of an that's kind of that can be excused you to the fact that it's under new management, and Triple H has a plan, and I believe he has a plan. I don't feel like I don't. Well, I feel like more now, but AEW didn't have a plan at first. I felt like I think especially after mm. the whole CM Punk Young Bucks bullshit. So. But I feel like they're back on track. But at the same time, there is there's a lot of waste opportunity in there right now. There is. There's a lot That's of the problem. Sorry if I may interject quickly. No, That's no, the problem no, with no. like um uh I have to bring in the kind I have to bring in the quote from the Godfather. You're not a wartime consigliere, which is basically like 
when you're a company kind of set up knowing that you're that you're under a certain kind that you're against a certain kind of management you get what i mean Mm. they came into existence knowing that they were dealing with vince mcmahon et al they were dealing with and where wwe was at a certain point so it's easier if you're just watching them fuck up because we all we all watch the the madness and what have you so it's easier for aew to be the scrappy underdogs to acquire the talent and kind of do things that made it made them popular in the face of really you know as long as longer than we've been doing the podcast piss poor decisions we started in 2020 and there were piss poor decisions then and it just got worse and worse and worse as a result and so you set up your company a certain way because in a way you don't have to do that much work because you're just watching someone screw up and you react accordingly do you get what i mean mm-hmm. now you under the man under new management and getting out the person who you know we have all said on this podcast look back on several episodes brock in the castle and you know you you, <laughs> you know you can't you know is it you, the episode that said you know you um you can't leave but you, you know you, you um you can't go home but yeah you, you can't stay here all those episodes that we that we have talked about it from putting you know wrestlers stuff in a in a, in a bin liner in a taxi all of that it's easy you don't have to do that much but now it's under new management with things that are making it popular you have to change the way that you direct yourself and your talent yeah you have to get off that kind of like i'm just going to counter by making easy moves and acquiring talent in the face of somebody who has patiently waited like 50 cent to take over then they've now (laughs) done the takeover we'll talk about that a bit later Mm -hmm. And that means that if you're still doing that same thing where you're reacting, well, now you don't know what's going to be happening. All you're going to be doing is reacting late in the game. So now you have to have a new strategy. You have to kind of have a different, you know, to quote the Godfather, you have to have a different consigliere for a different, um, for a different tactic. And AEW doesn't. You're right. You shouldn't be doing shots and all that stuff, or at least, you know, limit that stuff because it's not about right now you have to change tack because the business demands that and you are taking on a behemoth in wwe so that's just my two cents and my observations oh and very well said very well said and you know your knack of quality timing is done so superbly at emphasis cannot cannot fault it to a t because i need to ask you both a question I know we're in October, but I need to ask you a question, and let's see how good your memories are. Where were you, or what were you doing on July the 22nd? Well, this year? This yeah. Year. Oh, my God. I don't know. Oh. I, was, I was working. Come on, I, probably, I probably was working. What day was that? <laughs> what day was it? Oh, my God. Yeah, let's see what day that was. I am. I am not. I am not sure what I was doing. It was a Friday. I was most likely working. Wait, were we? Wait, was that the day that we all met up? No. No, that was later, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we met up in August. We all met yeah. up and, and and had our our wonderful constitutional and our jokes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I was doing. I was doing right. something, I guess. What was up? Friday, the twenty second of July. Mm. I remember I was at work, I believe. Mm. And a message, no, that's it. I saw a message 
that was tweeted and a message said something like this thank you for the memories the universe is yours by one vincent kennedy mcmahon now when i saw that i thought yeah this could be a storyline mcmahon ain't gonna quit the wwe oh yes he did quit the wwe old man finally bailed out See, I remember our run-up to that. We, we, we yeah. were talking about it, and one of us, I think, we said, "Is he gonna quit? Nah, he ain't, he ain't gonna quit. He's gonna hang on. He's got unless somebody's got something over him." No, because I remember, gonna... Nick, I remember when the, all the allegations were coming out. Yeah, I was like, "This could be," it. but I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't like betting on it because my mom was still being braced and coming live on TV talking about yeah. welcome to WWE I mean seeing at UFC with Triple H and Stephanie just sitting in the, sitting in the crowd watching the fights like just making sure you see him it's like yeah mate I ain't going nowhere but then but then it happened yes it did it happened it the decades and decades of work but after the uh, sexual misconduct allegations came out I think that was the best time to get the F out I still say I still say that was planned by Triple H and Stephanie. I'm telling you. I'm if telling that was you. the old master stroke here, then fair play to them. That is some long storyline telling right there. Mm-hmm. He, you got to like, play the long game, man. Cause, like, you have to like, play the long game. Because look, look, look at the situation behind the scenes. Like Stephanie was forced to take a, a leave of absence to look after her family. Triple H was removed from doing NXT and more other uh, and other fucking serious positions and in the company and was given a lower role. Then he had a buddy, or then he had a fucking um, was it, did he have a strike? It was a strike he had? It was a heart attack. Heart attack. And then they were out for God knows how long. So it was just what? Yeah. It was, it was um, Vince, Bruce Pritchard, and fucking what's his name? Nick Khan. Nick Khan. And then all yeah. of a sudden, then all of a sudden, these allegations start coming out. Just just to start coming out. Bit by bit, and then more came out, and then more came out. Yeah, and then, and then the. And I, I mean, the last one I remember was the was the whole like they're paying off people using expenses, and I was like, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm sorry, what? They're basically <laughs> they're paying off people, and just chucking it through the expenses yeah. to I'm... settle sexual sexual abuse allegations. All I'm saying is Hunter Hearst Helmsley, Triple H, Paul Levesque, cerebral assassin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's target man. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying like I can't prove this shit. No one can. But and I, the views but we know, are saying you know. are our own. No but, one come for us. But if you Jason, know, you know. We'll talk later on. Jason, it's okay. Jason, Jason. It's all good. It's all good. It's all Jason. good. Jason, yeah. Yeah. all the views that we hold are our own. But if you know, if, you know. If you know, you if if you were to say there was a situation. Where somebody was like, "How do I get out?" Somebody who is dug in, as they say, like an Alabama tick. Okay. Um, Jesse Ventura. Um, <laughs> how do you get rid of them in this current climate? Well, because they've already aligned themselves with potent, with dodgy, potent, dodgy ex-presidents. <clears throat> Uh, so that already is set a set of people being like, nah, bun you already. There were enough, the climate was enough that, I mean, especially after that, after that, 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 the, the, the plane ride from hell came out as well. Cause that, I remember when that dropped and that was just the kind of like, what the, what the, what the, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. 
Well, yeah, I well, think, and, and in the climate, I think it was a, it was a, it was a, it may have been a stroke if a person felt it was time to uh, get rid of a person. Let's just well, say that. All I'm gonna say it's a quote, a great poet, Motorhead. It's all, all about the game <laughs> and how you play it. It's all about yeah. the game. The game. <laughs> the master stroke game. I mean, fair play. When I heard Vince is gone, the first I didn't believe it. I, did, I think I'm, I think we none of us believed it. No, I didn't. But then I realized the sun came out because the jury, <laughs> the weather changed, and it became really summery. The sun was out. <laughs> it was in a good mood. It was vibing. Twitter was going off the handle. It's it's like oh, the witch is gone. I mean, <laughs> in the days of the us, it's true. Everyone. You know what I mean? It felt like it was a party atmosphere on Twitter that day in the wrestling community. Everyone was having their, like, oh, is this real? And you knew it was real. When you watched that episode of SmackDown that aired that Friday, you would have thought someone just said to the locker room, y'all free now, let's go. Because everyone was smiling. It was just like a party atmosphere. And you, you saw that yourself, bro. Like, I, yeah, my, my thing was I wasn't going to believe it until I saw an episode of Raw or SmackDown. I didn't, but then I was like, "This feels different. This feels, this feels good." Yeah, this is actually a good show. It was like it was it was like that. It was the Raw, that Raw. I was like, yeah. "This is good." And then the first wasn't the, that the Raw where you guys messaged me were like the Raw was really good. The adverts were limited. <laughs> The, the, um, the adverts for the first hour, and I thought, "What's going yeah, on?" Yeah, I remember you saying that, and I was like, what the "It was fuck? actually wrestling." It started off with wrestling. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, What's going on? Where's my pee break? What's going on? And there, are, and there, are, and there are people that we like that are doing what they do best, and it's like, "What mm. the hell?" I mean, like, I feel, like me and Big Man have been talking about it recently. Um, mm. Like, obviously, Roman Reigns had a table. Trouble chief. Trouble chief. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um. So yeah. Um. No, I'm not gonna say his name again. It's okay. But um. Currently, with the blood, with the bloodline, um, they got um Sami Sami Zayn um paired up with the with the bloodline, and. So who's who's the bloodline again? So there's this wrestler called Sami Zayn. He's been with Uh WWE since um, um NXT. He was like the like the he was like the amazing underdog from nxt okay um, he came up to um, the main roster and you can mm-hmm. as you can guess he was underused didn't uh, really do much just like it was just but the best thing about Zami, Sami Zayn, you put him in any situation he makes it work so who was who he against Ralph? say who sammy zane sammy no who, who did he fight huh who did he fight when you said he had he had, he had, a, he had, a, he had a match with someone. No, no, he's paired. He's, no, I'm saying he, he's been paired up with the with the bloodline. All oh, right, okay. And the head of the bloodline is Roman Reigns, Trouble Chief, head of the table. Stop it! Okay, if we're gonna do it properly, you gotta end it. You gotta yeah. say Trouble Chief. Okay, so I was going to say, Roman Reigns, Hell of the Table, Trouble Chief. Trouble Chief. Big Man, you didn't say it that time. <laughs> 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 
I'm waiting for you to kind of say acknowledge me. No, I can't say that. That's his thing. I'm not doing that. I'm not crazy. <laughs> I respect the tribal chief at the table. At the table. <laughs> okay. Okay. As I, was, as I was saying, Sami Zayn has been trained, has been has been paired up with the with the bloodline. Yeah. Chief at the table. Chief. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I gotta say, like me and Big Pete were pretty much in the green. So this has been some of Sammy, Sammy's best work. Easily. Like, Easily. Like, if you can probably find it on YouTube, but yeah, and you can tell by the atmosphere that everyone's having fun because he's making them break character on a regular, oh, okay. like legitimately. Like the last, the, the the last last week's um, um, SmackDown, like I I was creasing up at the at the TV. Big man was creasing up, creasing up at the TV. I'm sure he was. Yeah, because like, like there was literally a part where um. Because of the whole thing, the whole thing is kind of like discord in the, in the bloodline. Because Jay, one of the, one of the twin, one of the twins who's, um, of the um, of the bloodline, just doesn't like Sammy. Okay. Jimmy's okay with him. The other one, I'm so I'm so the other, the newest one, the newest, the youngest brother, yeah. is okay with it. And obviously, obviously, Trouble Chief is fine with it. End of the table. End of the table. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so he goes on a giant rant, and then he go, and then like Sammy's like. This is what the tribal chief wants. This is what he wants. And then, and then, uh, then Jake spits out, I don't give a damn what the tribal chief thinks. And then the look, <laughs> the look that Roman gave him was beautiful. It was like, it was, how can I describe it? It's like, it was like the, t- do you know when Arl Schwarzenegger does the thing where he just looks up slowly and then slowly turns around at his target? Yep. That's exactly <laughs> what he did. It was. When your child. Basically, back back chat you for the very first time, and you stand in disbelief. He's one of that type. And of what kind of got me is like Jay was like trying to like stand up, but he was like slowly backing away as well at the same time. He's like, he's like, yeah, yeah, okay, I'm just gonna back away a little bit. Like <laughs> and then like, and then like Sammy got involved. I was like, saying, hey, 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 hey. He didn't mean it. He didn't mean it. It was, it was, it was just, it's just a tight tense situation. He's just not feeding. He's not feeding. Usi. <laughs> So obviously there's some more. Um, Uso means brother, or Uso yeah. brother, and he said Usi. Roman <laughs> creased up. He's like he's like he's like smiling, and he's like he's trying to cover it, but he's like he was like, but he was like he was like he was like he was like, he was like kind of leading into it. Yeah, he, he could because he could really get away with it. Jimmy, the other brother, was covering his mouth, trying yeah. not to laugh. <laughs> Jay was because because camera was right on Jay's face. He had to try and keep character. He couldn't do it. He like he had to cover his whole face and start creasing up with laughter. I can't imagine what Solo Sako was doing because he was literally the camera was not on him. I can imagine yeah, he was exactly. up. <laughs> behind the table, under the table, crying laughing. <laughs> and like, and like there's, there's a scene where um, Ron was like, "Is that a, is that a J? You're not feeling you're not feeling Usi." And then, <laughs> and then like he puts his arm around J. J just like just turns around and starts laughing. And like, Ron's like, oh no, no, no! You come here. You're not going anywhere. Come here. No, you come here. You you come here. You come here. And, and but I think, like I said, that's one thing that I love about because the Roman just played into it so well. Like mm. he's made a part of his. Like even though it's kind of obviously they were all just having fun and make a bro- and broke character, he made it a part of his character. Yeah. It went from like oh, I'm just having fun, but if you fuck with me, I'm gonna make. I'm going to break you. Kind of. Like, <laughs> the tone just changed straight after that. And like, mm. but Sammy, like, like when like um cause when Roman said like. If you don't fix up or make this work, 
I'm going to make Sammy a full oose. Sammy's face. <laughs> it was a joy to see because I've never seen a man so happy. Yeah, it's like you get that definitive Christmas present you wanted for how many <laughs> yeah. His face that lit up like a Christmas tree and that made it even more funny. He didn't even need to speak. Just the face, facial expressions kill him. Mm. Actually, Big Man, have you, have you seen the scene of the interview when it was him, it was um, Sa- well, Sammy, Jay, Jimmy and Solas being interviewed, I can't remember the woman's name. But oh, it, no, I've heard that on the bump or... I think it was on the bump and like... No. Like, Jay was fully, like, in character, like, angry, hating Sammy. But all Sammy did was say, oh, we're going to go to Waffle House. And Jay just broke. He loved Sammy. He was, like, laughing, smiling. He's like, Waffle House? We're going to Waffle House? Oh, my God. I was like, like I'm, 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 I'm going to send a clip. I'm going to send a clip and I'm going to share it. Because it, it, it was just, it was just like, it was like, you've completely forgot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I hate you, don't I? He completely forgot about that. But like when he said Waffle House, it was like, oh shit, we're going Waffle House. Like he broke out. He was like, oh crap, oh, yeah, let's do that, man. It's gonna be, it's gonna be great. I was like, yeah. We're going to Wendy's? Spare burgers? <laughs> oh, Wendy's. It's back. Wendy's is back. I know, I had one recently. What? Like when? I thought I, I told you, like No. Well, okay, so at work, we had um we had we had LG training. Okay. So LG came to our shop and basically trained us on, on their new stuff, blah blah blah. And after all said and done, it was like, okay, uh, thanks for this. Um, Teleki, um, because we because we put you here, we um, you actually we actually pay for breakfast, um, but it's lunchtime now. But we we might have to pay for it. And I was like, oh, what's what's our limit? You've got thirty pounds between you. Oh, okay. What do we yeah. what do we choose from? Oh, whatever whatever you see on Uber Eats. All right, okay. So I started looking through, and I went to Carl. All right, Carl, this Wendy's right there. Because everyone was like, and Carl was like, we do Wendy's, we do Wendy's. Baconators for both of us. Oh my fucking god! Oh, I've missed good? Wendy so much. Oh my oh, god! Burger. Oh if there my was, god. I, feel, I wish there was one closer to me because there's, there's one in Twickenham. But oh my god, Stratford. Okay, we have we we have taken a we have taken a real detour here <laughs> because Wendy's deserves a detour. God damn it! <laughs> Roman Reigns will be fine. Roman Reigns will be happy with it. Head of the table, Trouble Chief. <laughs> Thank you, big man. Trying to tell you this trouble, chief. <laughs> Sorry, I was laughing. I was also thinking about square burgers. Sorry, <laughs> but no, to, to definitely back up your statement on Sammy. I mean, he's done so much different roles from NXT, the lovable rogue, to where he is now. But this is gold dynamite. I mean, don't be wrong, Roman's had what the title, what two years now. Oh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, is, uh... pretty much. Yeah, uh, two years he's had the title, and right now, the demise of the bloodline because they, this is what it's, it's a long, another prime example of long term storytelling mm. that we're starting to see is brilliant to see because the whole Uso and Sammy story, once that breaks down, and it will, Sammy's going to come out out of, out of this definitely pushed up the ladder. Mm. And what they're going to do, I don't know. I do believe war games will be a telling point, though. Mm. Because the Bloodline are in one of the war games match. So war games, basically, sis, is you in a steel cage. Oh, boy. But in another steel cage, so there's, two, there's two steel cages, but with ladders, tape, everything, and there's no rules. It's literally to the last person. No, actually, in no, fact, no. Actually, no, big ones. No, it's, no, no, it's, it's two rings. That's put together with, with 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 one giant steel cage around it, around them both. 
Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's all okay. games. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and there are no rules, basically, other than obviously win the win the win the match. Okay. <laughs> and to be fair, on another prime example of someone who I actually want to bitch slap, yeah, because they're playing their role too well, and that's Dominic Mysterio. Oh, oh he has got. A, oh, <laughs> I want to knock that little shit out. I really do. Oh my god! But bless now, him, he's having he's having fun. Yeah, and that's the thing. He's having fun, and I'm not even hating on the guy. I mean, to grow up knowing that your dad is very mysterious is a hard act to follow. Mm. Yeah, having him turn and joining the Judgment Day, I thought, okay, maybe it's it's too rough for him yeah to play such a hero so soon. But fair play, he's embracing it. Because mm. it's, 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 it's not gone. No, go ahead, go ahead. No, I've got to say it's been, it's actually been quite sweet because, like, obviously he's like he's what he's like what in his twenties, young early twenties. Yeah. It's quite, he's still quite young. Yeah. And um, obviously, I remember I showed you, showed, you remember I showed you videos this when he actually, because obviously, like during the pandemic there was no live crowds and there was obviously like yes. skew screens. And I showed you yeah. a video when him, Edge, and Ray went, and it was his first like match with a live crowd. Yeah. And he was yeah, 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 like, yeah. Yeah, you can remember his face during that. Yeah, during I remember that, that yeah. yeah. So like he was he was doing like his like first real heel promo. Yeah. And he got the the booze just raining down. He just had this big smile on his face. Like he's like, <laughs> I, I did it. I thought I did it. So he looked so proud of himself and I was like Oh, that's so sweet. Look at him. And it's like, you know, it's, it's really sorry. It's really weird, like, to hear you guys like so hype about wrestling because <laughs> you haven't been be like, fair. for real. You <laughs> haven't been like, um, other than Roman Reigns, I haven't heard this excitement. Like, I'm I'm gonna go back and listen to our old episodes, but because it's just been like the other fuckery and shenanigans with McMahon, and now I feel like. Because before it'd be like, I'm cutting on my subscription, I'm done with this. Now I almost feel like it's like, we don't even know what's going to happen and this is interesting. And it's... that's the thing. And no one doesn't know, but it's still early days. And it's fun to be a fan again because that yeah, that, that unknown, that we don't know how it's going to go, but looking forward to it, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's, it's been a while. It's been, it's been a while. The last time I thought this was when I was when I really got into NXT back in the day, uh, when NXT mm. was on Triple H's reign and it was still fresh for me. I think, I think I got into NXT when they first came to the UK, NXT TakeOver mm. UK, that was like my first experience with NXT and it blew my mind. I was like, okay, I've got, got to watch this. And that's when I was excited about wrestling again, especially WWE product. Yeah. The, right now, it feels it feels good to be a fan again because there's some, there's some good storylines going on. I mean, like... Mm. I mean, for a prime example, your boy Edge, that match he had with the Judgment Day. Oh, that Adam. was a, oh, that was that was that was beautiful storytelling at its best. Yeah, I for once I didn't I couldn't honestly say how this match was going to pan out. Mm. That's and, how it should be, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's how you should go in there and go. I don't was I don't was going to have him. It's going to go off. I, yeah. That is the thing I used to love about wrestling. I that back in the day when I watched it, I was like, I know it's going to happen, but. I know he's gonna win, and let's just see what's gonna happen. And you know, the, the 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 disappointment, the hope, the the getting behind it. You know, it's just it reminds me of weirdly like the Incredible Burt Wonderstone. Yeah. Like <laughs> I know it sounds weird, but like do you remember like when like Burt meets like um no the old guy? And he's like, why did you stop doing it? And he said because it became rote, it became familiar, and I just got bored, so I just left. 
because it's and it's like you should leave something if it becomes like that. I just I love that little film. I've got, it's got a little, little space in my heart. Oh, I'm yeah, saying that it becomes rote, and it's like wrestling. Listen to listen to us talk about it. It had become rote. It was the same old, same old, waiting for Vince to pull some madness or something stupid mm. or, you know, hey, necrophilia. Like, I'm sorry, what now? Like, yeah. like, like, no, that's not the way it's doing. Whereas, <laughs> like, to, to be fair, necrophilia thing was still Triple H's idea. Oh, oh, mm, oh God, it. Trips. God damn it. <laughs> to be fair, but, you know, yeah, I was just saying, got to say it. Yeah, yeah okay, huh? fair, fair enough. And no, uh, I'm, I'm cussing <laughs> for that. But do you get what I mean? Like, yeah. like going back and listening, and a lot of the times, this is like the first time in a, in a long while to my, um, to my imagine, to my uh, thoughts that w- we're talking about what's actually happening in in it, and yeah. you don't know what's going to happen as opposed to the bullshit that's around it, and that took up the whole thing, the whole episode. Yeah, and that's the thing. It is positive signs, and you can tell when something is good where. You're watching the well superstars on screen embracing their character, and this is why, as I say about Dominic Mysterio, I want to slap the head of the living shit out of him. You both wanted to. You both want to slap the shit out. Of there him. is one reason why I won't. I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm not going off subject. He kill you. Real I, I know. I knew. I knew. I knew. Oh, you were go bring her up. I knew you were gonna bring her up. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, uh-uh. no, no, seriously, sis. Seriously, sis. Really, oh. Ripley, really, like, we showed you the picture of Rhea Ripley. You did? Rhea, are you, are you oh. still okay? No. Look, <laughs> big man, you okay? Go ahead. No, I'm... You, you lot are dribbling, didn't you? Don't dribble in the mics. <laughs> no, Rhea Ripley. When she starts doing, like, some yin-yang between his whisper business in his ear hole, that boy's head was gone. Yeah. And over the last couple, it's true. Every time you see it, there's some whispering and boys getting hyped up. Sorry, but... I'm sorry, I can't help this now. I'm, every time I see it, I'm going to see that I should give. Watch this. I'm going to see <laughs> this now. To, to, no, in, all, in, in all seriousness, Rhea Ripley is definition of to um um to treat like like treat him mean to keep him keen. She beat the <laughs> shit out of that boy, and now that boy is hers. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what, bro, he's right. For the best part of near a month and a half, that boy got so broad, clapped back in his ear. Great stuff on floor. Basically, he's bitch. Basically, in a nice way, he manhandled him, and now the boy's besotted. Yep. But she's she's called herself Puppy now, doesn't she? Puppy. What? Yeah, that's how she refers. Yeah, Puppy. Whatever, (laughs) mummy wants, mummy, Puppy. You ain't gonna turn and say no to that. I ain't. I I ain't getting involved in that shit. She scares me. In a a, a, a good way. Matthews, mate. AEW, because you know what? Fair play to you, sir. I salute you for being with her. And I gotta say, like, like, cause I, I, I saw a video of her at a convention, cause she at a convention she never really wears makeup, and I love that, cause she looks yeah. so beautiful without makeup. Like, mm. like a lot of the wrestlers look beautiful without makeup. You're wrong, but she just stands out more. And I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the fear. But did you, have you seen her? She went as a Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> say good. I love that. Have you seen a Halloween costume for this year? Wait one second. One second. One second. Oh Wait, no! Wow! Wow! Well, Abraham does live gigs. Oh God! Oh Lord of mercy! Also, shout out John Be- John John Boyega's Easy E um, Easy costume Halloween. That was, that was bloody big. good. <laughs> right. Rear Ripley costume. Oh God! Yeah, that's. I wouldn't be putting it into a search engine here because that would be. <laughs> all... Too late. It's already. It's already done. I, I've been it's already done. He's living with it. 
Uh oh. Is it good? Oh, damn. Oh, God. Yeah, it's good. It's good, but I don't. What does that say about me? <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure if we can link this in, in the description. Like. Hey, how about you guys just look it up if you're curious? Yeah. <laughs> look it up. Does that mean I've got a fetish for, for, for Pennywise? Uh. Okay, wow. Uh, ooh, didn't think this episode is going to end up. I mean, I know it's Halloween tomorrow, but what? Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm really questioning myself at the moment. I apologize. I'm questioning a lot of things. Um, dodgy, but you know what? It's, it's, it's the uh, no pun intended, it's the rules of the game. And this is why I respect Trips's reign because, as we all know, as we've documented in past episodes, the infamous Black Friday where oh, and all that roster got cut. And we yep. talk Ron Strowman's, Kieran Cross, Dakota Kai, everyone that got that got booted for no reason. Well Dada, we need to make cuts. Trips, first order of business. All those that got that, that letter were rehired. Yeah. Braun Strowman came back. He got Johnny Gagano, got Johnny Gagano's missus, Candace LeRae. She came back. Hit row, which are surprised. They were brought back, but nothing couldn't prepare me for the last oh. few WWE had. <laughs> now, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm going to be brutally honest with you, as I always am, ladies and gentlemen. I don't get excited when, when certain wrestlers return because it's, you know how it is, it's the big promo, the big hype, the big comeback stand ovation and around about a couple weeks later, they're back in the mid-card and it was all, all a dream. Like Biggie said, it was all for nothing. But for the past month or so, WWE has cleverly been dropping little QR codes in the background of promos, and it'd be weird because, to be fair, you're not looking for this, but you see a card of this this scanner code, and you're forced to scan it. And this little white bunny rabbit would appear. No, I had no idea what it was about. But the more and more the weeks went on, stranger things, no pun intended, was happening. There was these little clues and. This just kept on playing, funny enough, the uh, Right Rabbit song. I can't remember what was uh, done by, but it was the song that was playing in the Matrix. And it got louder. And those that went to a live show were shown more than what people at home saw. Jefferson Air, Airplane, White Rabbit. Yeah. yeah, thank you. And when I found out who was behind this, I remember, <laughs> remember saying to myself, Warren, do not get attached to this. Do not get hyped up. Do not get gaffed because if it's false, you are going to be very disappointed. And when I found out on 48 hours before the event what was actually going to happen, I said, okay, brace yourself. So I watched the, the last pay per view. You remember what the name of the last pay per view was? Uh, Extreme Rules. Oh, wait, Extreme Rules. So yeah. Extreme so I was sitting down, I was contemplating life with Rhea Ripley. <laughs> I was gonna say he was. Bob was out of lunch for a second. <laughs> the last pay event was a uh, Extreme Rules, which ended with a fight in a cage. That's it. Was a UFC yeah. style fight. Thing. Yeah, it was a pit, pit fight. Pit fight. That's the term. Sorry, between uh, Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins, which, which was pretty good. Actually, yeah. nice way to pay per view. And I'm always remembering WWE pay per views. They always turn and say, "Oh, it's around about two hours." And it's never two hours, more than three hours, or three and a half hours, or if you're lucky, five hours. Shout out WrestleMania, shift edition. Paper was coming to an end. And I thought, are you taking a piss? I've stayed up on a Saturday night 
looking for something that ain't gonna happen. And the minute I thought that, the lights went out. <laughs> and I remember I was in my bed watching this. I have never flown out of my bed so quickly. Yeah, I was like a kid in the scene, The Exorcist, glued to the TV. And I thought, don't play with my emotions. And then the white rabbit appeared. And then the crowd pretty much spoke for the whole nation. They lost it. You had the famous holy shit chant starting going up. And then you saw the little reincarnations of characters of uh, the pig. What's the name? Was it Husky Pig? Husk, 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 Husk the pig. Husk the pig. You had the rocking chair. You had the blizzard. You had Sister Abigail. Now, in the minute I saw Sister Abigail, I went high pitched. I screamed. Yeah, I'm not even denying that I screamed. There was tears of happiness coming from my eyes because I knew what was coming next. I then saw the thing. And anyone who knows me, one of my favorite characters of the last few years is one Bray White. Bray White, yeah. The minute that door opened and you saw the lamp, that was it. That was it. I lost it. Absolutely. Even now, you can hear in my voice, I'm like tearing up. (laughs) And when the lamp appeared, that was it. I had both hands in the air. You couldn't even hear what you said. It was one of probably the loudest returns I've seen on a par with Cody Rhodes when he returned at WrestleMania or when The Rock returned because that is superstar says you you couldn't hear anything and when he appeared he only had the lamp in his hands and just looked at the camera and smiled and say we're here that's all he said and from the minute that dropped WWE went into stratosphere Trips said, well, I can't actually give credit to Trips for this one because I said to both of you, and you still can't believe it, so I have to air it one last time. That actually was Vince's idea to get Bray White. I believe it. I refuse don't to believe it. Sorry, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Unless you can yeah, sorry, show nope. some physical proof, I yeah, don't care. I need receipts to that words, one. Sorry. Not, I'll, I'll, I'll believe nope. it was Bray White and the guy. There was, there was, I forget his name. There was a guy who was always who was always hyped on Bray Wyatt, one of the head writers at the time. I forget mm. his name. I think he's now in charge of continuity now, or he used to be, or he's like a main. Okay. But him, I feel like it was him and Bray Wyatt that brought that made that happen. I don't give a shit. But no. Yeah. Nah, sorry. I'm. I'm you, yeah. Like, I'm okay, when it comes to Vince McMahon, I'm always going to respect what he has done for the business because at the end of the day, it wouldn't be the way it is. We wouldn't have we wouldn't be having this conversation end the story regardless of how you feel about a man. There we wouldn't be talking about this at the moment. We wouldn't even mm. be, you know, honestly we wouldn't be the way we are to this day because like you know like let's just be let's just be, let's just, let's, let's call a spade a spade. Uh, but facts of the matter is there's only so much credit I'm going to give the motherfucker. Very true. <laughs> it's true. I mean, yeah. No matter how much I despise Vince, yeah, you can give the man credit. Okay, but, I'm going to sit down for a second because we are replacing my headphones. Oh my okay. god! You know what? And the, the thing is, I think I am going to cause a call a pause because we still have more to talk about, and we could actually do this for another hour on all the stuff that's gone down during our break from July. We haven't even got into the potential dark side of the rings that are coming out, oh. stuff with Virgil, all that other stuff. We haven't even touched. Yeah. So fuck money. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So, I, 
I said there's so so much we haven't even started yet. There's so so much, but like this is what happened. You know, we literally took a break and then a lot of stuff went down. So I think I'm gonna have to call call a bit of time on this episode. We'll have to pick this up on another occasion. Yeah, um, because there's so much more that's happening in progress and has happened that we need to cover. But yeah, otherwise, if I don't stop us, we'll be talking now to the AM. So one episode that we like, like, okay, it's a three hour episode. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's call a pause. Uh, we might have lost bruv for the foreseeable, so, uh, That's you know, fair. yeah, yeah, you're still there, yeah, you still got him, he's still, still there, just about, still there, yeah, but, um. Thank you uh, for listening. Thank you for your time. Uh, please, and also just to reference, uh, I think the episode that we were talking about, uh, where they got rid of like was it that was it Black Friday where they got rid of all the ep- they got rid of everybody and what have you. That was a uh, season one episode twenty one. Um, wow. Check it out. That was that was like your kits in the Uber, I believe, is what we called that episode. Um, that's why I think we gave the full kind of who got binned. Uh, during Black Friday, and how most of them actually have been able to come back. So, yeah, check it out. Nice thing to go back to our previous episodes and give them a listen. Um, if you would like to get in contact with us, uh, follow what we're doing, keep updated. You can follow us on Instagram at Messed Up Pod. You can follow us on uh, Twitter at And Messed. You can email us for suggestions, recommendations, anything else you feel like at sentutesavengers at gmail.com. Big man, what's your socials? Okay, thank you. I can be found on the Instagram at Mr. Underscore Roberts Underscore V1 and on Twitter at War3782. And Mr. Classic, where can we find you? One second. Oh, God. Oh. You can find me on YouTube under Instant Classic underscore KB. You can find me on TikTok, Twitch, YouTube. and Twitter. I said, and YouTube. I said you at the beginning. Oh, sorry, my bad. <laughs> you can find me on Twitch, TikTok, and um, Twitter under Instant Classic underscore gaming. Cool. Um, I think. Well, oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry, you threw me through a loop. I apologize. Yep, uh, I know I've lost everybody here. It's probably just me at this point. Uh, so thank you very much uh, for your ears and for your time as always. And we will see you later. Take care. Peace out. I'm ready to the table. Trouble chief. Trouble chief. And that's why we're messed up. Produced by the St. Jude's Avengers, edited by Instant Classic Gaming, and music produced by Box Room Music.